welcome everyone. This is the Green City Podcast number one. Uh, I'm here with Sarah Comden. She's the head of marketing at Earth Baby Compostable Diaper Service. Uh, how how are you, Sarah? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm I'm great. I'm great. I'm very excited. I'm because this is the first one, so I'm gonna. Uh, I want to thank you for trusting me with this project. Uh, please tell me more about Earth Baby. What it's what 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 does it do and what are you guys about? Yes. Um, so well, thanks again for having us. Um, we're very excited that you guys found us. So um, we are a, a compostable diaper service. So what we do is we come to your house once a week. We pick up your dirty diapers. Um, we bring new diapers and then compost the old diapers. So in about it takes about 14 weeks for the diapers to to break down completely. Um, they're heated to 150 degrees for 14 weeks. Um, and covered in soil, and they're covered in these these big ag bags, which you may be aware of. But they're basically ends like acts like a greenhouse effect, and all, everything is broken down. All the E. coli and any bacteria that is in baby poop is broken down, um, and then that soil is resold for reforestation and landscaping purposes. Great. Uh, does it need to be compostable diapers, or it can be regular diapers? So it has to be compostable diapers. Um, there's a lot of different. Um, items on the market. Most of them, most diapers contain plastic, um, and it has to be specific brands that we um, that we believe in. Um, that we've done tons of research on different brands. Um, our company started in 2008, and um, we've pretty much have we have a whole wall of shame we call it of diapers that say that they're compostable or clean. <laughs> And um, it, it's pretty funny. I can send you a picture of it. But yeah, sure, uh, I'd love to. And they they say that they're compostable or biodegradable and all these different things, but most of them have plastic in them. And so, um, as you know, plastics cannot be composted. Um, so we have a few companies that we work with. We have two brands of diapers that we offer. And like I said, they've been highly rated and highly tested, and we've done everything we can to make sure that we're bringing the best products to our uh, customers. And the two brands that we use right now are, and hopefully indefinitely, are uh, Diaper with a Y, and they're from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and then another company, which I'm sure you're you've heard of, it's a Biobag. Have you heard of Biobag? No, I never heard of them. So Biobag, they do the green uh, compostable bags. They're they're basically uh, the they started basically the compostable bags, the development of compostable bags. And so they created their own diaper as well, and their diaper name is called Nurture. Great. So the two diapers. you have a, a history with this, these two companies, so you have already proven that it, it, it works, that the, the diapers can, can be compostable, and you have you, you can you have proved that it works. Yes. Great. Yes. And tell tell me more about your story, Sara. Uh, how as a head of marketing, how do you end up working with Earth Baby? Yes, um, I actually, let's see, I have a two and a half year old at home right now. And um, I, you know, most, as most parents, um, you know, why would you even think about diapers until you have to think about them when you're pregnant, right? So for, for me, I, I started researching that when I was pregnant about, you know, three years, three and three and a half, three years ago. And I, um, And I realized, well, we don't have very many options. This is such a prehistoric way that we diaper our babies. Um, and really at the time there was only, you know, I was lucky to be in the Bay Area, um, but there was, there's basically just um, 
a thing called elimination communication, which is basically no diapers at all and letting your baby run around the house and poop everywhere, pee everywhere, um, which is pretty a pretty awesome thing if you have time to do that. Um, but most parents these days don't have time. So other than that, there's the only other things were uh, cloth diapers, which you usually have to wash at home. Um, or if there's if you're lucky to have a service in your area that can service your kind of like what we do, they service your diapers once a week. Um, or plastic diapers, which I was totally against because I know, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but diapers are the third most wasteful item you find in a, in a landfill. Um, and they're there for 500 plus years. They're not going anywhere. Um, so that was the other option. And then there was compostable diapers, um, which were on the market. Um, but I don't know if you know, but compostable diapers, they won't compost on their own. They can't be put into a regular compost bin. They can't be done in your backyard. You really need an industrial compost facility to break these down and to make sure that the soil that comes out of it uh, is safe for reforestation and landscaping. So um, I found Earth Baby and then the rest is history. Really, I, um, I, I also was really afraid of diaper rash um, and that is something that we definitely didn't wanna deal with, um, which is very common. Kids get that a lot when they use plastic diapers or cloth diapers. Um, plastic diapers, you get diaper rash from because they don't breathe. So they're just, if you can imagine baby poop and, and, and everything is insulated and covered in a plastic thing with cloth diaper as well, and they don't breathe. So you end up getting a lot of diaper rash um, from those things and those items. Um, also because a lot of traditional diapers that are made out of plastic contain a lot of chemicals uh, and uh, fragrances and babies are allergic to a lot of this stuff. So um, I, that was my main concern with my kids. So that's how I found Earth Baby. And I really was just like, this, what a wonderful company. I can't believe this is out here. And uh, it's just in the Bay Area right now, San Francisco Bay Area. Um, but we have a lot of plans on expanding. Um, but so for me, I just was like, I reached out and I said, how can I help you guys expand and get the word out? And it was exciting for me to find um, a sustainable company that was right in my own area where I lived that I could hopefully work with. So that's how I found them. Great. Uh, I love it because uh, it's like when you work in, some, in a project that you actually care about, it's, it's, it's like you, you work with passion. And, and I can see it in your voice, in your, the way you speak, the, that you actually care about that, the brand. And, and I'm very grateful for that. For that. Uh, yes, it doesn't are, feel like work. Yeah, exactly. It's the best. You're in a, in a very unique position. As a head of marketing, a lot of companies don't see marketing and sales as a valuable uh, department, or I don't, know how, I don't know how to call it, but uh, and, a, and a lot of green entrepreneurs struggle like, with communicating their products or their, their services. Uh, you as a head of marketing, what are some practical advice that you could give uh, green businesses to promote their brands, to market their brands? Sure. Um, well, like I said, I mean, it, a lot of it has to do with believing in your product. It's easy to push a product and, and be passionate about something uh, and be able to communicate that and want to share that with other people. Um, one of our major ways that we um, are able to market and spread the word is actually just through word of mouth and our parents and, and pregnant parents that use our service um, 
and they're so excited about it that we have a, a referral program uh, for friends and family and we just say you know there's a, an incentive they get a pack of diapers and you know everybody get is happy but people don't even do it for that because they just want to share that this is easy and this is sustainable and it's not expensive and um, wanting to just share with other people so that that kind of grassroots movement is uh, it's it's just so easy because it makes sense. Um, so that that's one thing I would say. Um, I would also just say, you know, expansion on partnerships. Uh, if you have other companies that are sustainable and you want to work with them, reach out because a lot of our the way that we market is through cross marketing, and which really doesn't cost any money at all because you're promoting the brands that you believe in, you're promoting sustainability. Um, we use products that we, I mean, we're, we're partners with a lot of our affiliates because we use their products because we love them. So um, it just, just ends up making sense. So, so maybe I guess my advice would be, you know, close the loop, you know, uh, make, make sure that what you're doing and how you're marketing um, to your community is actually wholesome. Like you're doing, you're doing you're doing what you want to do and you're building your company um the way you like it to be that's great and and i love that you, you have this relationship with your suppliers how did you start that, those relationships because someone who's new is going to struggle like i don't know anybody how, how can i reach these companies and start a relationship with them right um i would say uh, research a lot of it's research um and just just ruling things out. Um, so for us, like like I said, you know, we did so many tests on diapers, wipes, everything. We did our own composting tests. We wanted to make sure that what we were putting out there was real. Um, you know, transparency. Our company is uh, we're we're, off, we're we're completely truthful to our customers, and we're loyal our loyal base, um, and they know what we're doing. We're showing them everything. We you know, we're trying to communicate to them and educate them um, onto what we're doing as well. So uh, it's not about making money. It's not all about this and that. It's really just making this work so that we can kind of, we can expand it to the rest of the world, really. So if a new company or someone who's listening to you got inspired yeah. and want to start something very similar to what to your company, uh, what would you suggest them? Like these tests, doing tests, doing some investigation and just starting or what would you do? Yeah. Um, so another way we, uh, so some examples of way, ways we partner with people. So we, um, we, we reached out to a lot of birthing centers, uh, birthing educators, um, uh, birthing resource centers, other sustainable baby products. Uh, so we also offer Earth Mama is another sustainable baby product that we actually sell on our website online. Um, other other services and companies that are with like-minded, um, also doulas, midwives, anyone who's out there in the pregnancy world, right? Um, and 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 educating birthing parents, um, uh, prenatal yoga classes, Pilates studios, anything prenatal, postnatal. Um, it's just really a never-ending research on how we can better ourselves and keep up and keep offering our families the best products on the market. Um, and like I said, so our our founders, I mean, I would say also just keep innovating. Um, uh, be patient. Um, 
you know, take the time to do it the right way from the get go, you know, have your values and, and, and stick to them. Um, our founders are two Bay Area dads and they, um, we started in 2008 um, and we really started with very little cash flow at all. And it was really them just going to people's houses, one delivery truck, picking them up and just a labor of love, like I said. And, uh, and it's really just been, um, just keep pushing forward because I, I think if you're, just push the boundaries. If, if you have a great idea, I mean, there's there's room for expansion for all these things. So um, like, how do, how do I say? Um, like for example, just assuming that there's compostable diapers on the market, don't assume that they're getting composted or some, you know, they're just breaking down on their own. Research it, look look for it, find holes in the market, find things that are, are not happening and fulfill that role because it's obviously needed, right? So just keep keep thinking of those new ideas, researching, figuring out what's missing, because there's always ways to solve a problem, especially in, especially in in you know saving the planet, right? There's always there's room for that. I love it. Uh, do you have any government support? Because you're doing such a uh, such a great job as a sustainable company, providing market-driven solutions to real problems. So do you have any government support? We do not as of now, no. Not that I'm aware of. Maybe we have in the past, but I'm not aware of anything as of now that we have yet. Okay. Uh, and we are uh, we are um, an essential business, so we haven't been affected by COVID. I mean, we're affected by COVID because a lot of people have moved out of the cities and gone to you know, more remote areas that they have more space. Um, but we have not had a, any stop in service from COVID or anything, and we're you know, that's the other great thing about our business. You don't have to leave the house. It's convenient for parents. Um, you know, like I said, it's affordable. And, um, you know, we've, we've been able to, to, to actually keep going because our services are, are mandatory. So. so you didn't have to do a lot of adjustment because of COVID. You, you were um, a digital, digital company before COVID. Exactly. I mean, and we're a delivery service, really. So um, there's not really any contact at all. At, you know, it's pretty much contactless. So we basically, you know, we work with all different living situations. So we take gate keys, uh, garage codes, uh, specific instructions. So there really is no contact at all. It's pretty seamless. Um, unless it's that first delivery, sometimes you have to hand up a key or something like that. But for the most part, our customers don't really see us and they don't and we don't we don't really interact it's just all online and um it's pretty seamless okay so from what i i've heard uh, it requires a lot of customer education so to so the customers can understand the value of your company and uh, do you do something special to educate your customer or it's just like what as you said through word of mouth yes um so we do especially during covid we do teach um some sustainable diapering classes so I've been doing that with a couple of our resource centers, our, our local uh, businesses. Um, so that's one way that we educate them. And then we've been um, working on some videos so that we can, it's easier for people just to watch how things work so they don't have to um, email us if they don't, if they need to, they can of course. Um, and our customer service team is excellent. Um, we're always trying to, even if you forget something on your online order, we, we would try to help out as much as possible and get it to you um you know within a timely manner so yeah i mean that's the, probably the main ways that we 
are educating our, our, our customers. And we also send out newsletters uh, every month or so and are always, you know, um, incorporating our, uh, all of our small businesses that we work with um, helping them out and in our newsletter promoting them and they give us nice discounts for our families. So it's, it's just nice to, to just create a whole world full of, of great services and products and other companies that are, um, we're all working together, right? Especially right now, you, you really need to work together to help make everything work. I love how you're one of, from what I've heard, it, one of your main marketing strategies, strategies is just helping others, like the companies that's your suppliers by telling about them and speaking about them and promoting them. They do promote you also. So it's like a win-win a situation, right? Exactly. I, I, I love that. Um, how, for how long have you been working at Herb Baby? Yes, I've been with the company for about almost two and a half years now. Okay. And what, what's the biggest change you have seen through that, to, to the, through those two years and a half? I would say the biggest change would probably be COVID, but okay. uh, obviously I think everybody's answer would be that. It's been a weird year. Um, having to go from, we used to do a lot of events in the Bay Area, a lot of birthing events, uh, markets, uh, farmers markets, um, classes, like in-person in classes at a lot of centers. And that's all disappeared. So um, also just the loss of a lot of businesses, small businesses, a lot of our yoga studios have gone out of business and um, retailers have gone out of business that we would work with. So, and, and really, you know, a lot of these small centers, they don't have a whole lot of money. They're, a lot of them are nonprofits. So they don't have a lot of money to keep paying rent for something that's not open. So um, seeing that a lot of those things disappear and move online has been an adjustment for everybody. Um, and it's, it's uh, so this year has been, last year has been difficult and it obviously is continuing into this year. Um, that would probably be the biggest hip up, hiccup um, in everything. And luckily we have been able to survive um, as a company, but it, it is hard to see and heartbreaking to see a lot of these, our favorite places <laughs> go away. So that's been difficult. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty drop for, every, for, for everyone. Um, as a as a business, how do you stay together as business? Besides being a green business, green business, you are a business. What makes it work? As what makes the team work? What makes it keep going and function? Right. Um, we are a pretty small company, so we don't have a whole lot of employees. And luckily, a lot of people have been able to work remotely. I mean, obviously, we have a warehouse team and then delivery drivers as well that have to be in the office and they have to be in the warehouse. Um, but I think it's just being on the same page um, as to, I mean, we have a great team put in place. I think just constantly communicating with each other, having our, our weekly meetings through Zoom, you know, um, is really the glue that's kind of kept us together. Just keeping communication open um, and realizing it's for it's for the, the best of the company. Yeah. Great. Um, could you please describe us the process that what, for, for someone who's new, what he needs to do to uh, to get to your service? Sure. Um, so we right now we just service the Bay Area. So um, I would say the best thing to do is go onto our website, and there's a little um, there's a place called Sign Up Now. So or see if we deliver to you, 
Um, and, you know, like I said, unfortunately, we only go in this area right now, but we will expand. It's coming hopefully soon. But um, so the best way to do it is to go on our website, plug in our um, plug in your address and make sure that we deliver to you. And then from there, you just go ahead and sign up. Um, it's all online. So, I mean, if you want, there's also an email address. You can always email for customer service or phone call. Um, but for the most part, just sign up and then somebody will be in touch within two business days to follow up that order as a, as a first time customer. Um, my suggestion would be if you're expecting, um, you know, babies go through, a newborn baby will go through 60 to 80 diapers in one week. It's cool. um, a lot. So we, we recommend at least getting two packs of diapers and two packs of wipes um, to start and get that delivered within uh, at least two weeks prior to your due date. And that way you're changing table, everything is set up, so you're ready to go. And then once the baby comes, you just let us know, and you're at home, and we can start your service. So it's a weekly service, depending on where you live. Um, we service different areas, so um, we can let you know what, what day of the week that would be. And that would be the best way to sign up, to start. And you can you can cancel any time. Um, we do, um, you know, it, it's a, on a monthly basis, so that you order your diapers and wipes directly through us online. And then um, you can adjust your order as you see fit. So if your baby needs the next size up or needs more diapers or less diapers, or you wanna add something more to your shopping cart, you can do that within 48 hours of your delivery day. So it's super adjustable and easy. Um, we suggest setting up a recurring order that comes every week. Cause since we pick up your diapers every week anyways, why not have your order come every week too? Um, that way you don't have to store diapers in your in your garage or you know somewhere in your house um, and it's just going to come every week and we're going to pick them up every week so you don't have to worry about going to make late night runs to the store um, we're there for you so that would be my suggestion great because it works like a cycle right it's just a constant cycle exactly yes and then all we say is put them make sure you put it in a compostable bag it can no plastic bags um, put all only thing that can go into your uh, your can your your uh, bag is um, your wipes and diapers that you order from us. Um, unfortunately, you can't add anything else to that because it will ruin the stream of soil. Um, and then also, even though these diapers you have to order them from us, I, some sometimes you can order them through Amazon or something. But there there are laws here in the states that are anti scavenger laws, so you can only sell what you're going to pick up. So because you're buying that online from us, we're not allowed to pick up anything else. It has to only be the diapers. Um, so just to make that clear to our customers. Great, but you're, you're, as you said, you're already certain that these are trustable companies that they actually make compostable diapers, right? So you, you can be sure that it's gonna be compostable. Yes, exactly, Great. exactly. And in about, so most babies are potty trained usually kids are in diapers from zero to three and it can be longer can be to five actually um, but most kids will go through about 5500 diapers uh, from zero to three so that's the size of a truck full of diapers <laughs> of a delivery truck full of diapers so you know it is um it's a lot of diapers and if you consider in just california there were 480,000 babies born in 2018 and each one of those babies is probably going to go through diapers Plastic diapers, unfortunately, it's still the most popular thing, right? So, uh, and the most accessible. But um, yeah, just to put that in perspective. Also, 
um, the affordability aspect are, are diapers in general, you can end up spending anywhere from 21 cents a diaper to 65 cents a diaper. So our diapers are 25 cents a diaper. Um, so it's, it is affordable and, and really trying to communicate that part of it. A lot of people think that, you know, because you choose to do something sustainable, that it has to break the bank, it has to be expensive, but it doesn't actually. It's, it can be even less expensive than regular plastic diapers. So um, just to educate people that that, that is um, something to consider that you know you can always try us out and you can all, if it ends up being not what you like then you can always cancel great uh, you mentioned a great point there like it doesn't have to be expensive to be sustainable you were always like that like you always had that cheap price on your diapers or you you manage you uh, to manage a, a proper price through time or or, or or it was always cheap yeah it was always on that cheaper the cheaper end because we you know we wanted to make sure that we can make it I mean, making sustainability accessible and affordable and uh, easy for people is is part of the is part of the problem, right? Um, and I know a lot of people just assume, oh, organic, green, this this is going to be much more expensive, exactly. uh, and they then they don't even bother to research anymore because they just think that. Uh, but it's it's not true. It doesn't have to be. So being being able to to do that for families is pretty incredible. Um, our average family, so on average, to give you some numbers, on average, a, a baby will cost, diapering a baby from zero to three will cost anywhere from $3,000 for that three years to $6,500. And that's just regular diapers. So cloth diapers can be $1,200 to $9,500 if you have a service. It's very expensive. It can be really expensive or it could be really cheap if you wash them at home. Um, but for regular diapers, uh, anywhere from 3,000 to 6,500 in three years. And for us, it's 3,800. So it's still on the cheap end of diapering. And you don't have to, the guilt of putting your diapers in landfills and the convenience and, you know, just the whole package is, and the, you have a better product for your baby. They're not going to get diaper rash. I think it makes sense. But. It really does. It really does. Um, what are what are your plans on expanding? You mentioned you were trying to expand. Uh, what's what's the next cities that you want to expand your business on? Right. Um, right now, we're probably most likely going to expand to Phoenix, Arizona next because our partners are there anyway. So it just makes sense. Um, we're hoping. Well, we were hoping to be there by last summer, but I think it'll be uh, within the month, which is great. We're excited. Okay. A month or two. Um, and then um, other places that we would really like to expand to are Los Angeles, uh, New York, big cities, right? Where you're kind of concentrated amount of people and families. Um, that way it's, it makes sense to do the delivery system there. Um, so New York, um, sorry, New York, Los Angeles, um, Seattle, and uh, Oregon, uh, um, Portland would be the top ones right now. Um, right. So we'll see, and hopefully, I mean, it, right, a lot of it rides on our industrial compost facilities that we work with um, and who will take the products, right? So, you know, compost facilities mostly have the license to do uh, industrial composting for, uh, for uh, diapers, but the reason why they don't is because you need a lot of space to do it. Um, it's, it's, like I said, you can't just do it's not treated the same as regular compost. So regular food scraps or um, lawn and leaf uh, kind of trimmings, 
um, they can't go, they have to be treated differently. So you need a whole another area, big area to spread this all out, put them in these bags and treat them differently, heat them higher um, than regular compost. Uh, uh, you can put your regular compost into the, the diaper stream, but you can't go the other way. Okay. So um, communicating that to people, making them understand that, um, finally people start to understand like, oh, that's why not everybody is doing it. They, they can't do it because they don't have a lot of space. Great. So that's part of the hiccup in the whole thing. And, and hopefully we'll get there. So we'll see. Yeah, because it, uh, it seems like a, a very, uh, a very necessary solution. And I think diapers is like a huge pollution uh, source. So you, I, I love the, the work that you do to, to actually recycle it. Well, compost it and, and, and not stacking it up as trash like everyone everybody else does um, exactly. do you have a, any product a, any new launch any event that you want to share with us like did you that you would like to share i don't have anything at the moment but um i guess the next thing would be phoenix arizona i i can't quite say that we're there yet but we're almost there so that's exciting yeah um, we'll be eventually having some routes there um and but other than that i i just I guess, you know, trying to encourage people to, you know, do research, check out what's going on in their local communities, support green businesses, um, and, and, you know, just little tweaks in your life can actually make big differences. So you don't have to do crazy things, but you can, you know, maybe not use that plastic bag for the grocery store, you know, maybe use a reusable one, um, but you can, it's little little changes in your everyday life can um can help help out a lot i agree and, totally yeah. totally agree well sarah thank you so much i, I it was a pleasure it's, it's it was great like it, you're my first guest and uh, i would love to when this gets bigger get um have you back so you can share us your expansion and you yes. you have even more reach to your project because i love it i love it a lot And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. I'm, I'm honored. I'm so glad you found us. This is great. Thanks, Oscar. <laughs> This is Green City, guys. Uh, Talk please later. see you and have a, get, have a great day. Bye, everybody.